0: Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. Welcome everyone. I am here with Nicoletta of Luna Seas on Instagram. She is an incredible astrologer and I am so thrilled to have her on the show today so that we can talk about and demystify astrology which is a topic i love but i know very little about so i definitely needed to get an expert here for this episode so nicoletta welcome
1: hello thank you for having me such a pleasure to be here
0: yay so thrilled to have you here so i just want to start off since this the podcast is about coming out of the spiritual closet. And Mm -hmm. so many of us have had that experience and you kind of have to have that experience getting into this world. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to know what's your background. What, what got you into astrology and spirituality?
1: Okay. So I, I think I was always that person that was a little bit spiritual (laughs) growing up. I had all the crystals just from a child, I was just drawn to these things. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was amazing. But I never really knew what it all meant. Like as a child, you just do have that super, like, I wouldn't say superficial, but it was very surface for me sure. for a very long time. I wasn't what you call awake. <laughs> uh, yeah, gotcha. I was fast, fast asleep. <laughs> Yeah, I, was, uh, I would always go to all these different things and I was just so intrigued and so um, I was drawn to it and I would have considered myself a, a spiritual person at that stage. But it was actually a series of events that kind of shook my world and made me mm. go, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: funny how it does that, right?
1: Yeah, the, the universe just gives mm. you those those nudges. Yes. And it's funny because when you get into this world, it is really overwhelming and there is so much to absorb. And <laughs> for me, I'd say it really started kicking off. My biggest turning point was the Mayan calendar, 21st of December. In
0: 2012?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. So I had a life event on that day. I got a bit of news that exact day. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah, it was insane. I got a bit of news (sighs) and my world just went.
0: Wow, (laughs) that's amazing.
1: Before that, like I tried meditating. As I said, I had my crystals, but I'd never really been connected and I was living by a beach at that stage. England has beaches. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good to know. I'm all the way in Oregon. so.
1: <laughs> and in December, they are pretty cold, but I still went down there. Nice. And I went with a, a crystal I just grabbed. And it was a pre-night crystal. And I just sat on the beach. And for the first time in my life, like I'd meditated properly. And I think that was a, a big pinnacle for me. So the event that happened was a death. Wow. And three months before that, on my 22nd birthday, someone asked me, what do you think happens when you die? Wow. And I just went, I just like looked at her and I just started, like I got a Greek Orthodox br- upbringing, so Christian. Mm-hmm. And I just started saying heaven and da da-da-da, da 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 And then I just looked at her and I went, I actually don't know what I believe. Mm. So I'm going to get back to you. From there, I started really going into like, like I was studying anthropology at uni and a lot of the anthropology, like it was social anthropology. So I started learning about all these different tribes and different communities and their ideas of death. But then in my own time, I just became obsessed with like sacred geometry all of it so then when death entered my life it just yeah wow
0: that's (laughs) a that's so I have to share something with you as you bring this up two days before December 21st um 2012 was when my spiritual awakening really kicked off and it was when it was the day my mom died so that is just it's just really interesting like you know that period oh my god I thought I
1: got shivers yes all in my and I body. can
0: I can totally relate to what you're talking about with death and under like what happens when we die and like these questions like being such a catalyst Yeah. but that's so such an interesting synchronicity like
1: wow it really yeah. really is I'd yes. like to look at our astrology after that actually
0: right oh <laughs> gosh yes <laughs>
1: Definitely. Yeah, I feel like this, but there's probably some sort of karmic link mm-hmm. there. Or, yes,
0: yeah. definitely. Mm. And you're the very first guest on the show. It's
1: cool. It's not just the decks we have in common.
0: Right. Yeah. So we <laughs> one of the things that are originally connected us was that we both love the good tarot and the starseed oracle, and we like to use them together. And so that was one of the first ways that we connected.
1: <laughs> oh, how beautiful. But yeah, so I had that, and then that was my, like, little obsession with death. And I yeah. was obsessed. Yeah. I mean, for the next five years, like, it wouldn't be odd for me to be, like, spending time in a cemetery just drawing pictures. And I just loved it. So it was about three years ago where I just went. I'd already moved to the other side of the world. I moved to Australia. Mm-hmm. And again, I just had another life-changing thing um but this time it was it was my own I realized I was just the most toxic person in the world oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) I totally can relate to that too it's a tough one
1: (laughs) yeah and there was no one I could blame there was nothing I could do I just needed to own up to it and I had the most chaotic year of my life Just pure every, all the darkness just yeah <laughs> like a real page wow. and in that time i found astrology and and it all just interconnected but yeah that that year i still can't believe it was 3 years ago i i don't even recognize the person i was before then like i just i don't know who she was
0: <laughs> isn't that amazing you know you hear that old saying people don't change that is not true. I can relate to that for sure.
1: I think people don't change if they don't feel like they need to. Yeah, and I see that a lot. What's been happening the last, especially the last 10 years, is like people are having these different circumstances that's really shaking their inner world. And they're like, oh, actually, yeah, I do need to change. Oh, my viewpoint needs to change from there. And, you know, the media that's being fed to us is being questioned, Everything is being questioned, which is yes. really amazing and beautiful to see. But it's also it's making people realize, you know, their behaviors weren't OK just because they saw it on a TV program.
0: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you're right. I think it it's so often, probably most of the time, it does require that that shake up, like some sort of life event that just yeah. an unpreferred life event that just. <laughs> really shakes you and and yeah yeah, forces you to kind of look at things from a different angle
1: really and truly
0: so that was how you found astrology and then when you found astrology was it just like a match made in heaven kind of thing i mean were you just like really into it right away or did it did you ease into it
1: so it happened quite bizarrely really Mm. and this is what i mean for me everything does happen for a reason even if it's like a good or bad experience So again, I was going through this very shaky time. A friend introduced me to an astrologer. We went for um, a brunch and he was like, I'll read your chart. Now, a few years before then, I had a psychic reading and that psychic reading connected to the death I had in 2012. Okay, And she'd mentioned astrology. So when I went to this new astrologer, I already believed because she mentioned astrology. I was like, okay, astrology is something I believe in. But I sat down and I'm sure he's a wonderful astrologer. He was just not meant to be my astrologer. Gotcha. And we sat down and he started giving this reading and nothing resonated. Oh. It just didn't, it just didn't, and it was nothing to do with him. He had been highly rated. So he obviously does do a good job with other people. It's just he wasn't meant to do a good job for me. Sure. But he told me my moon sign. And when he told me that, something clicked. Because I'm what you call a Scorpio moon. Okay. <laughs> it gets a little bit of judgment, <laughs> the Scorpio moon. And it just means that you have overwhelming, intense emotions.
0: <laughs> okay. Gotcha. You know, I've heard it a lot, but I don't, I don't actually know (laughs) the meanings.
1: So it's at its detriment. So when we say a Scorpio moon is someone that is, the moon isn't comfortable being in Scorpio because the moon's, yeah, the moon's all our emotions and Scorpio is everything intense and wild and deep and passionate. So when you combine the two, if someone hasn't worked through their stuff, it can be quite difficult. So he said that and I was like, okay. I immediately like that really clicked something. And then Mm -hmm. I went away and I tried to learn my chart by myself because I was like, it just didn't feel right. And that's where it just escalated before I'd read my cafe astrology. That was my my top. (laughs) Like I hadn't any, (laughs) any deeper. And then after that, I just couldn't stop researching. And I was luckily working at this job and it was the oddest experience in my life because it was a contract, a six-month contract, but I'd already done all of the work in two months. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm used to like the British work hard ethic and this is gotcha. in Australia. <laughs> oh, I see.
0: Okay, okay.
1: <laughs> but the, the manager, I think she kind of respected me and like the effort I did put in. She knew some work would be coming in soon. So she was just like, listen, keep yourself busy. Whenever work comes through, we'll give it to you. So it work, it did work in my favor. But I had all this time where I was at an office desk. How perfect. Uh, exactly. Wow. So I just sat there and I researched and I researched and I just, I was doing a lot of my own inner healing. So I couldn't afford therapy. I definitely needed it. You can afford mm. therapy, get it. <laughs>
0: Right,
1: right. I agree, I agree. (laughs) Uh, But what I decided to do instead is I was always fascinated by the chakra system. So being the Virgo that I am, I created an Excel spreadsheet. And I basically created my own healing modality. Wow. Yeah. I I look back on it and I'm like, you did that?
0: That's amazing.
1: (laughs) It had everything in it from like affirmations to meditations to... How the root related to me in that moment. It was just.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. Since then, I have had. I went to CBT when I came back to England. And I was like, mm-hmm. God, this is a piece of cake next to what I was doing there.
0: Right. Seriously. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Uh,
1: but yeah, that's when I really got into astrology. But it was so big and so overwhelming that I found an astrology school. So I went and studied at Sydney Astrology School, which if anyone's listening, it's highly recommended. The teacher, Mark, he has the best way of explaining, simplifies it so much. I really admire that it was so simple because it taught me. It taught me to really go into the transits in so much depth. So that was amazing. And... I was doing that. But again, like I think once you scratch the surface of astrology, it just and I still I would say my knowledge is so minimal.
0: Man, I don't know. (laughs) You you're pretty brilliant. I'm I'm always blown away by your videos. For anyone that hasn't checked out her Instagram, definitely do that. She puts up these amazing videos with the new moon and the full moon, and they're so insightful.
1: Well, I'm glad you love them. Um, I love amazing. doing them. I, well, I love what you do on your on your page as well. And I'm sure you get the same thing, you know, when you just know that people at the moment are ascending and they're going through a tough time and we both yeah. know what it was like and <laughs> how scary yeah. it could be and overwhelming. And, you know, half the time you think you're going crazy. <laughs>
0: Definitely definitely <laughs> and I feel like it's so important to let people know that that it's normal to feel that way
1: you're not if you if you were you you wouldn't be having the thought so right exactly exactly <laughs> but sure. yeah I definitely thought I was I was an, I I definitely was in another dimension and it's mm. taken me a journey to be able to go back into the 3d yes being able to tap into the 5D during my readings or when I need to go to that higher space. I just became so into that 5D world when I was talking to someone that hadn't been there, I just couldn't connect with other people. And I did a lot of work because what they say, what happens is when you're like that is because your higher chakras are highly activated.
0: The integration is tricky and takes time.
1: I think it was only when I moved back to the UK and I was, like, talking to my family, and I was just, like, the person they were seeing was not the person I was anymore.
0: Right. Yes, sure, sure.
1: Like, I completely became a whole new different person. And looking yes. at them and how they were reacting to me, it was, like, the biggest mirror I've ever had in my life. Especially <laughs> but it brought me right back-, back down to that 3D. Wow if
0: someone asked you, like, what is astrology? Like, What is astrology?
1: Everything is energy. So astrology is looking at the movement of the night sky, and determining the energy at that given moment. It's a picture of the night sky, it's a blueprint. So it's, it shows us the energy. And it can be done for many different things it can be the most popular that we know of is the birth chart so a picture of the night sky when you were born but there are you know people will use it for many other different things you know there's a branch called mundane astrology and mundane astrologers will look at the night sky and determine big events
0: oh okay
1: yeah, there's uh, some people doing medical astrology. What really? Uh, yeah, there's medical astrology. There is some people are love astrologers. Um, sure, okay, <laughs> that makes sense. You know, their strong point is uh, mapping out the sinistry of people. So, th- what they are there to do for each other? Whether like whether it's a good match, whether it's a bad match. And there's all different branches. You know, there's there's Vedic astrology, which is um, originated in India. There's Western astrology, which is what I do. Chinese astrology. Wow. (laughs) It is really a big, big sphere. I didn't know that. And when I signed up to my course, I didn't know that. I just it felt right. And I think um, for anyone listening, if they feel drawn to studying something, not to go for what sounds the flashiest or the coolest. If someone's like, I'm going to help you reach enlightenment, no one can hold that power over you. Only you, as right. the person, can do that. Like, if you have a guide, that's beautiful. But it's, they're not going to do that work for you. You have to do that work yourself. And that's done by addressing your own trauma and your own stuff. So, yeah, if you're drawn to astrology, whatever is meant for you to get to know will come its way. Like mm-hmm. I see it with my clients. So I'm what we call an evolutionary astrologer. Oh, okay. And I'm going to be honest, it is the best astrology. i believe it my work is based around karma your karmic duty why you are here what lessons did you need to learn in this lifetime what are those lessons about how will they help you what are you striving for you know we all think we are born equal and we are at the core but we actually have not just this lifetime of <laughs> trauma, we have thousands of lifetimes of trauma. You know, I have to say when the type of astrology I do, especially with the readings, I think people come in a lot of the time being, well, actually, when someone comes to me for a reading, they know it's going to be all those Scorpio things. I think they've drawn mm. to me for that reason. Sure. <laughs> um, But when I'm talking to a random person in the street, they're like, I would love to know what my past life was. And I'm like, if I'm going to be pulling out your past life, there's going to be a reason I'm pulling out that past life memory. And that's Mm -hmm. because you got unresolved trauma, unresolved karma. There's something that didn't go right in that lifetime. And you are still energetically holding that within your body. And we don't realize them." The way when we hold that trauma energetically, we are reacting from that space, and a lot of the time we're, we're like, "Oh, it's my personality." It's like, "Well, you you don't actually have like have to react like that," you know. For instance, me, a Scorpio Moon, we are known to be a little bit manipulative at times. <laughs> mm, sure, <laughs> and. I wouldn't say I would, like, I always had a big heart and I always wanted to help people. But I was um, before so conscious of people doing damage to me or hurting me that, because I can feel into people's, and I've always had this within me. I didn't realize it was intuitive. I didn't realize it was a psychic trait, but I could always feel what other people were feeling, what I could sense what they were thinking and i would use that to either get them to like me or appreciate me or you know all my yes. ego wounds i was i was reacting from that place of trauma like yeah. and i really i really did care about how i was perceived and so i would manipulate those people by acting the way I knew they would respond well to me.
0: (laughs) Oh, I can completely relate to this. The Scorpio (laughs) in me is deeply relating to this.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But once you realize that, and this is what the beauty of the astrology I do is, you have the higher energies of the signs and you have the lower energies of the signs. And we will always have our free will. Right. Like that's never, ever going to change the circumstances that come about are giving us choices. Are you going to act at the higher energy? So a Scorpio moon, they have it related as divine power when someone can actually channel it and use it to divine good. And it's the same with Scorpio. Scorpio energy is that you, when you channel it to divine good, so it's the sign of the sorcerer, they say. But It takes a while to (laughs) to navigate that. And my biggest thing is uh, when people come to me for reading is I help them navigate why they're here. what What's their karma? What are they looking to achieve? Luckily, I can sense uh, whether they are going into the higher energies, if they've already tapped into the higher energies. All the lower energies. And I can do that sometimes just by looking at their chart and feeling it. But another way to do it is looking at what transits they've had. I'll explain transits because I'm sure. Yeah,
0: I have no (laughs) idea what a transit is.
1: Okay, so transit is what is happening currently in the night sky and how it's reacting to your chart.
0: Oh, okay.
1: A big transit that we know about is the Saturn's return. And that is when Saturn goes into the exact same space as where it was when we were born.
0: I, yes, I think mine was gnarly. (laughs) (laughs) Someone once said to me, oh, this is your Saturn return.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Lightworkers, I'm sorry, it will be gnarly. (laughs) Right. <laughs> okay <laughs> it will they Good say the the bigger the bigger the shadow the stronger the light
0: oh okay that makes sense
1: everything is this balancing act and free will what are you going to choose it's about keeping it in balance and going more towards the light within right. you that's what we're, we're aiming to do and that's what i ha- like to aim to do with the astrology yes. is help bringing people their their lighter side their lighter energy
0: that's amazing I love
1: this so cool I love it too honestly I and when I started studying I never ever ever thought I would be an astrologer I just didn't want to have another bad reading and
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes the bad reading had a really important purpose
1: it really did like if it was a great reading I, I wouldn't be here talking to you today Wow, I honestly, I wouldn't
0: such an amazing lesson in itself right there.
1: Yeah. And that just shows how we, how we view things and how we go about things. It's all about our perspective right now. You could be going through the most difficult time of your life. And I don't ever want anyone to raise the pain that they're feeling in that moment because it's very real. Trust me, I am not perfect. I've done a lot of soul work, but I still have. Sometimes I'm like, am I at square one? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know, healing is, as they say, it's not a line. It's a spiral. (laughs) Definitely.
0: Oh, it's so true.
1: Yeah, I didn't have a clue I would be an astrologer. It was just what I kept wanting to know more about. And I feel... For a lot of people, they can feel drawn to the spiritual path. And I've been seeing a lot with like friends and different communities. It's like they go in it and they're like, I'm going to be a yoga teacher. I'm going to be a shaman. I'm going to mm. be this. I'm going to be that. And it's like, actually, that's what your ego wants.
0: Yes. Oh, ding, ding, ding. That's such
1: an important <laughs> point. Yes. You know? Who you are and who you're meant to be. I know I'm doing it as a career now, but it's not, it's a life purpose thing. It's not a career thing. So if you're wanting to be a spiritual practitioner, first, just keep fueling that spiritual desire. The universe will always look after you and the people and the instances that you need will always come exactly where they need to there's a lot of people that are promoting things that have hurt spiritual practices and made they've been accused of like cultural appropriation and all these different things and people are like people want to heal they want to get better so they pulling anything like grabbing anything that fills their ego and it's like we want to heal like we like oh, I acknowledge I am traumatized. Tomorrow I'll be better. He's like,
0: yes,
1: no, <laughs> not,
0: not, not how it works.
1: Because first you have your, your lifetime trauma to go through. Right. First there's that. Then you've got all your previous lifetime traumas. And then you have your ancestors traumas. When my egg was created, my mum was in my grandma's womb.
0: Right. Of course. Yes. So any
1: trauma my grandma felt while she was pregnant with my mom, and there, and then any trauma my mom felt, I'm energetically holding within my body. Yeah, yeah. that
0: really brings it home, huh?
1: Like, it really wow. does. So mm-hmm. when we want to do it in one day, it's just like it just won't. And if anyone's really like, it's too much, when's it going to stop? I just, when I look at the birth chart, I know... Everything that's happening to that person, when they were at their higher self, because I believe you choose the body and the home and everything you incarnate into. I know everything that is happening to them, their higher self knew that they were capable of overcoming or growing from.
0: It's incredibly empowering.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: To look at it that way.
1: A big lesson I had when I started uh, learning astrology, I would say a lot of people would characterize my life as traumatic and I guess difficult and up to a certain point it was. I would say the biggest thing that astrology gave to me was um, I started thinking about how we don't remember our previous lives. Like, why don't we remember them? Yeah, yeah. And I thought to myself, well, if I remembered it, would I have given up before I started? Would sure. I have been like, this is, alre- this is too difficult? When I didn't know, when I was just reacting to the energy that was already built inside me. Yeah. Yeah. So I just had a moment. And if anyone is watching this, this is the key bit to take away. Because this was the most life-changing thing for me. I turned around and I said to myself, if I was born tomorrow, what would I do? Mm-hmm. If I was born with a new, like like it was a blank slate. And that's when everything changed. I was really insecure around so many different things. My intelligence, my self-worth, all these different things. And then I was like, okay, well, before I used to feel really overwhelmed and con- like conscious about like not sounding smart or being judged. Like I had that as a really big insecurity. And then I was like, well, just keep reading. Who cares what other people think? Who cares? You want to build that? You just do it. Like, yeah. yeah like it was, yes. just, it was such a overwhelming sensation for me to just be like, okay, this is my, this is my new start. This is my new life. If I, I'm not going to start from zero, I'm going to, and it was my Saturn's return. I'm going to start at 27. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes, absolutely. But my yeah, gateway that...
1: was astrology. Um, there's hundreds and different millions of gateways for different people And sometimes you will tap into one a little bit. Sometimes you'll tap into another a little bit. You know, you don't have to dedicate yourself to something. And I feel like sometimes we do feel like we have to. It's sort of like, like I have a huge interest in Buddhism. Um, Mm -hmm. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Right. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Like I can turn around and be like, I'm a Buddhist and Buddhism is my only way. And it's like, well, actually, I might want to learn more about Hinduism or Islam or all these different things. So you don't need to limit yourself and you don't have to be an expert at everything.
0: Yes. I've heard this put into the form of a formula before. There's a a man named Daryl Anka that channels, channels an extraterrestrial being, which I know is pretty, pretty out there for some people listening, but... There are some real bits of wisdom that come through and one of the things that he talks about is this formula of get present in the now moment, follow your highest excitement, whatever your highest excitement is, whatever interests you the most, whatever sparks your imagination and then trust that the universe will support you to follow that. And I think that is just brilliant, especially for people listening that are newer to spirituality. Follow that excitement. And if it changes week to week, that's okay. It's, you know, you're going to, you're going to shift around. You're going to change, especially early on when you're just being exposed to things. You know, if yeah. every time you listen to <laughs> one of these podcast episodes, you're like, "Ooh, I want to learn more about that. Ooh, I want to learn more about that. Do yeah. it. Like exactly. it's, it's okay to give yourself permission to do that.
1: And I think from my experience, I, so as I started learning astrology, there's no other way for me to explain it in Except for, I knew I'd done it before. You know, sometimes I would look at a, a chart and I would be able to interpret it and I didn't know why. Wow. <laughs> but oh, I would okay. later go home or whilst the person was there, because I like I, this is when I was learning, I'd go and look it up and I'd be like, oh, okay, so. That's what, how other people have interpreted this as well. And as I said, you know, we have all these amazing, like we've had all these lifetimes. Some of them are epic. Some of them are terrible. You know, for me, uh, becoming aware that I've had a past life as an astrologer, there was my karmic purpose. I needed to mm-hmm. to know I've done this before.
0: Sure. Wow.
1: And that will happen to a lot of different people. They. I often think to myself, someone who might seem like completely disassociated to the spiritual realm, could have been the man that was one step away from enlightenment. Mm-hmm.
0: But he needed,
1: like, I, I, I imagine it sometimes being, you know, a Buddhist monk spending all his days giving himself to the energy, and but he maybe needed to learn what it was like to be in a family or to learn a job that was something that he wasn't passionate about or, you know, th- there was a lesson in there for that person. So when we get, like, completely, like, I'm not doing what I want to be doing, I'm not doing this, da 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 sometimes the surrender is there's something in your life circumstance in this exact moment and you needed to learn from it. And as I said, there's the light energy, which is acknowledging that, or the darker energy, which is why me. Mm,
0: right. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, life is happening for you, not to you.
1: Yeah. And I think it's kind of hard, you know, life life isn't easy. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. This is how what I've got from my meditations and this is what I've got from my own spiritual work, from my own spiritual journey. But that could be completely different to another person. Sure. I don't have the truth. I have my truth.
0: And that's an, it's such an important distinction, too, that yeah. each of us has kind of, I think of it as each of us being our, our own in our own reality. And then those realities are overlapping. But yes, we each have our truth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think, yeah, it is definitely energy. Uh, everything is energy. <laughs> yeah. For sure, And you can, yeah, you you pick up so much of other people's energy and, you know, they pick up of yours. And as long as you are trying to get yourself to be able to be. So I do this meditation. (laughs) Uh, I've been going to this uh, meditation for a few years now, and they use the word equanimous. No one knew when we came out the meditation, they were like, he keeps telling us to be equanimous. What's equanimous? (laughs) And it's just being even minded, being non-reactive being like okay this is happening okay that is happening okay okay
0: okay like non-resistance
1: exactly just accepting
0: yes okay we've talked about that a little bit on the podcast so that's good (laughs)
1: good so yeah exactly accepting are we uh i'm accepting right now like of everything that's happening to me right now, everything is not perfect. I will tell you that much.
0: (laughs) Right. Sure.
1: Yeah. But if I go back to four years ago, if I had all the stuff that's been happening to me this year, I've had a very tough year. If I had all the same stuff, I would not be able to be smiling with you. And that's the beauty of doing the soul work is finding that place where no matter what is happening to you, you are still feeling good you're not reacting yeah and it's definitely a process and i definitely have my bad days Uh, (laughs) and you just have to surrender to that that's part of it like just like when i'm having a bad day when i'm feeling like because i do get like depressed uh depressive episodes like when i'm getting like really depressed and i'm like i just want to watch outlander on repeat (laughs) give me a beautiful scottish man with an accent i'm like that (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) that is the only thing that will make me feel okay i'm gonna do it
0: (laughs) yes um and that's beautiful to give yourself permission to, to do that when you need to
1: yeah yeah whereas before i think i used to make myself feel really really bad for it just be like no now you're gonna you're going to need to do this, and then that, and then this, and that's again, that's a reaction in itself.
0: Yes, absolutely, for sure. So you always hear, know your sun, moon, and rising, right? Mm-hmm. Here, know your sun, moon, and rising sign. Why? <laughs> <laughs> what is the what is with the sun, moon, and rising signs, and what's what's the difference, and why are those important?
1: So, uh, remember before we spoke about the fast-moving planets and the slow-moving planets. Yes. So the 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 moon is the is a luminary. It moves the quickest.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: It changes sign every two and a half days, and then we have the sun. Now, when a planet, how we can tell how it has the biggest effect on us is how close it is to the earth. Oh, okay. okay. The the sun moon, they're pretty close, and they're really important because whereas like for instance your mars shows where you're action orientated the Mm. the moon shows who you are on an emotional level it's more in relate like all three of them are more in relation to your character who you are and what you're about so the sun is like the sun is for us it's everything that makes us feel alive what makes you feel great what makes you feel full of life and that's a really important thing for us where the moon is what emotionally entices us. Oh, Um, okay. Whereas the rising, the rising is determined about the, it's to do with like the sunrise. It's to do as rise. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a 24 hour thing. And that is to me is the most important part of the whole Chart. Oh,
0: okay. And why? Okay. tell me about that. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> so you're rising. It determines because it's it maps out where everything is in the night sky. So when we look at the chart, I'm first going to describe the chart because if someone is completely ignorant, they're just going to yep. be like, "What the f- are you on about?" <laughs> yeah, and that's me. So definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we have a chart. Um, Have you seen what a birth chart looks like?
0: Yes, I do have my birth chart. So I do know what it looks like.
1: Okay. So for those that don't know, it looks literally like a circle that's been divided into 12 little pieces. It's a circle and 12 houses. Each house represents an area of your life when the rising sign is how it all began. It's the... First point.
0: Right, okay.
1: And it maps out what the rest of the chart means. Now, the rising sign is your identity, how you're perceived, what your outer image is. Astrologers are like, this person looks like a Leo, a Leo rising. Leo risings literally look like lions. Ah, uh, <laughs> okay, sure. Like, if you see my sister, my sister's a Leo rising. And she's got the big hair like me. But if you look at her face, it's Mm -hmm. definitely more more lioness-y. Interesting. (laughs) So, yeah, the the rising sign is, yeah, completely to do with, like, your identity. But it Uh, also maps out the rest of the charts.
0: Okay, gotcha. So So that's why it's
1: important to know it. I don't know if you saw on my, I've been putting, like, the rising signs, that's what I've been doing recently. So yeah, if, on her Instagram,
0: if you check out her Instagram, she's been doing these profiles and like descriptions of the different rising signs. So definitely look up your rising sign and go check that out.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you'll need your birth time to find your rising sign. Sure. But once you know your rising sign, you know the houses, you know how the chart is shaped and you can you can give the full reading. Once you know that, you can see if the planets are at the bottom half of the chart. If they're at the bottom half of the chart, it means this lifetime is more about your inner world. Mm, If at the top of the chart, it's bringing that inner world into your outer life.
0: Wow, interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's really, it's really is important, the, the rising sign. To me, it's like I identify my Virgo. So my, mm-hmm. my sun is Virgo is the one I resonate the least with. <laughs> mm,
0: okay. Interesting. I am
1: a Taurus rising and a Scorpio moon. And those are oh. such powerful energies.
0: <laughs> yes. I can see it too.
1: Yeah. And they, they hate, not hate each other. They are in opposition to each other. So like they're, mm-hmm. they're very strong. Whereas my Virgo is, it's in like the lower hemisphere of the child and it's, it's an immutable sign, so it's really easy going, really easy flowing, whereas the other two are just butting uh, heads all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah. so that's something. I mean, that's great information that someone could just basically get an idea, like look yeah. at their chart and see. Do you have something simple that people can check on their chart just to get a basic idea?
1: Yeah, I would say the, for me, if you're... Just learning your chart now. I would start by um, yeah, first looking sun, moon, rising. Um, Checking where all the houses are because that determines a lot. Um, And those posts that I've created, if you're on Instagram, please check them out because they will tell you more about you. I would say don't let yourself get overwhelmed by what we call aspects just yet. So that's where you can say, like, if you see two planets in your chart, how they interlink with each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can, you can if you want to, if it feels right for you. But if you're just learning, I would start first researching what all the different planets mean. So you can be like, okay, I'm a Venus in Virgo. Let me look into Venus in Virgo. And it's a little bit more long-winded. But if you are trying to learn, as I said astrology is just so vast I don't even think I realize how vast it is
0: <laughs> yeah it's a, it's huge it's just I, yeah it can be very overwhelming I mean it is it is
1: I'm still <laughs> learning really small. every single day so going back to
0: the readings you do like how is there like a preparation that happens for you when yeah. someone schedules a reading and uh what does that look like like what are the readings look like
1: okay so the first reading I do would be the birth chart reading. Okay. And that is the biggie because I'm telling you your, your sole purpose, why you're here. (laughs) And it's really odd because when I first started doing the readings, I was just like, I don't want to say that to people. Um, I'm going to tell you your sole purpose. I was like, Oh, do you just want an astrology reading? Uh, I do astrology readings. ah." And then as it was coming, I was just like, Oh, okay. Like, Everyone that's coming to me and everything that's coming out is exactly what they need to hear and what it's about. So I know that's part of the the work I do. A lot of my work, most of it comes through word of mouth, but I do get through Instagram as well. Okay. But that's why I don't have a website or anything like that yet. Gotcha. Because everything, like I'm happily sustained so far through word of mouth.
0: Wow. Wow. And that's quite an endorsement.
1: Oh, I'm—I've got my other job. This is yeah. like... still. I
0: mean, word but of I... mouth is like gold standard, really.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that is that is mm-hmm. that that makes me feel good. good. <laughs> You're making me it's all true. shy. Look at my ego go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so a lot of it is yeah, word of mouth. And um, that's why if you want to get in touch with me for a reading, I, I have a PayPal set up, but I don't have a website or anything like that to, to, to book through. So, okay. yeah. So I do first is the birth chart reading. Okay. And I can do that for anyone. So far, I've had mainly like people going through their awakening, but I've mm. also had people wanting to know about their children.
0: Oh, sure. Okay.
1: And that's, that's been interesting, doing the, yeah. the, the children reading. So, yeah, someone will get in contact with me. I, um, I'll schedule them in the diary. I will immediately ask for their date of birth, uh, time and place. And then I will go take the chart. And I call it spending time with the chart, like I'm taking it on a date.
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's great.
1: <laughs> I'll go, I'll spend time with it. I'll write down every aspect. A lot of the time, like once I'm working with that chart, the weirdest things happen to me. Like I start channeling that energy. Uh, and it's like, this is why it's like, it's such a big process people don't realize. Like I've had everything from one woman. Um, she suffers from migraines. The minute I looked at her chart, I had a migraine.
0: Oh, interesting yeah. and I had
1: to do all the notes with a migraine wow and I was like okay so this is what this woman goes through on a daily basis wow as I said there's no coincidence it's like I really wanted to work hard and I was like this is what she feels like she really wants to work hard
0: right
1: but like it's yeah. hard you know invisible illnesses yeah. are very real and Someone like me would never have been able to understand that to that degree until I was living it. Um, Yes. That was, (laughs) yeah. Um, So I will go, I'll spend time with the chart. Like a lot of the time I will do a meditation. Then it depends whether the person wants a face-to-face reading or pre-recorded video. Both of them are two completely different experiences. (laughs) The face-to-face ones, well, mostly Zoom now. Sure. Yeah, I will start like saying stuff about the chart and little things will start coming up and the person will be talking about how what I'm saying is related and we kind of unravel it together. When I do it by myself, it's like that's when all my downloads are coming in. It's odd because if I do my notes before, they just don't. Oh, <laughs> come interesting. To, uh, and I'd love to know if other intuitives, this happens to them as well. But I know the way I give astrology readings is very different to traditional astrologers as well. So that's another po- uh. important point to, to mention. Okay. I will never go, your sun means this, your moon means that. Like, mm. I think that's beautiful. And if that's what you need, that's great. You can't expect that from me. Like when I sit and go with a chart, I will be like, sometimes I'll say, yeah, that makes an aspect to that, blah, 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 blah. But what I'm really trying to do is trying to help the person navigate through their journey.
0: Ah, okay. Wow.
1: And I don't like, you won't be able to get that from a website. I want it to be a real life human experience. So like sometimes I'll see the Venus energy and I won't say that's the Venus energy, but that's the energy that's coming through to me. And I will be saying how it's playing out for you. Wow, interesting. That sounds amazing. Oh, it, like I love it. <laughs> if you said to me, Nikki, right now, can you give me a reading? If it's meant to be, I will not need to map it out. Like I will sit there and I'll be able to see exactly what's happening in the chart. Wow. Uh, Yeah. That's amazing. Um, It's similar to a tarot reading. Like when someone reads your tarot and they can see all the different energies. I do that just with a birth chart.
0: Wow. That is so cool.
1: If I do a pre-recorded video, it usually lasts about 40 minutes. And then I like to spend about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes uh, talking about your transits in the Mm -hmm. night sky at the moment for you. That's the real in-depth thing I do.
0: Okay, cool. And I'm just going to reiterate for anyone listening that I am going to put in the show notes Nicoletta's Instagram, and you can contact her through there if you are interested in setting up a reading.
1: Yeah, so there's all different things that I do and offer. And...
0: It's, it sounds so amazing and so unique, very different. I had an astrology reading once that...
1: Yeah, very. It
0: sounds very different than what I had, and also, again, I had I had a, an experience kind of like yours, where a lot of it didn't really didn't really resonate. So it's it was it was a while ago, but it's a. Uh, it's oh, interesting. I'm glad that
1: you came back and you connected with me then.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I did. I had this sense that it just wasn't like you said; it wasn't the right fit.
1: Is there um, anything
0: else that you wanted to add? Anything we haven't covered?
1: Yeah, like that anyone listening to not be so hard on themselves. I find a lot of the time we we treat others with more kindness than we treat ourselves. We can be very critical and very hard on ourselves. If anyone was listening to that and they can relate to those words to just be a little bit kinder and if they're going through the healing process to just honor that and honor the place they're in and it will get easier it does get easier (laughs) there's no guidebook to healing and spiritual work it's all about finding the best way to connect to your soul and your inner being and um you'll get there you you already there <laughs> uh,
0: yes I love that yeah. you're doing it <laughs> Yeah, you're just doing by it. listening to this you're on it you're doing it yep for <laughs> sure oh my gosh well thank you so 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 much this is I no, thank an amazing you conversation <laughs> awesome